All right, I have a quick bonus episode for you guys. Are you wanting to make sure that you hire the best person possible to be at your birth? Well, that's really wise of you. And that's why I'm sharing the top 10 questions to ask during a midwife interview. These questions are going to give you exactly what you need to know in order to hire the right person. So stick around. I think you're going to find this helpful. Welcome to the Peaceful Home Birth Podcast, where your journey to a joyful and empowered birth experience begins. I'm your host, Allie McLean, a registered nurse, home birth coach, devoted wife, and proud mother to four incredible kiddos. I've walked the path from trauma to triumph, and I'm here to guide you every step of the way. At the Peaceful Home Birth Podcast, we're more than just a show. We're a community of dreamers, believers, and fearless mothers-to-be. If you're seeking to reclaim your birth story, to transform fear into confidence, and to embrace the beauty of home birth, you've found your tribe. My own transformative journey began with a traumatic C-section, propelling me on a quest to uncover the power of home birth, and now I'm on a mission to help you rise above your past, prevent needless C-sections, and stand firmly in the certainty of your dream birth. As a devoted follower of Jesus, I believe that His divine design for birth is inherently good. It is a reflection of His love, strength, and grace. If the dream of home birth has been planted on your heart, know that it's there for a purpose. And I'm here to stand with you as you pursue it wholeheartedly. In a world filled with racing thoughts and doubts, I'm your guide to taking those thoughts captive, making them obedient to Christ, and replacing them with the liberating truth. Together, we'll navigate the challenges that lie ahead, finding not only freedom, but also unbridled joy on your path to motherhood. This podcast is a haven for the woman who has faced the darkness of a traumatic birth and has questioned whether home birth is within her reach. Here we shatter those doubts. Join us for illuminating interviews with remarkable birth workers who share our reverence for the sanctity and splendor of birth. Listen to inspiring women as they recount their triumphant birth stories, each a testament to the strength that resides within you. So whether you're just starting to explore the world of home birth or you're already on this radiant journey, the Peaceful Home Birth Podcast is your sanctuary, your wellspring of knowledge, and your unwavering support system. Get ready to be inspired, to be empowered, and to embark on a path that leads you to the birth you've always dreamed of. It's time to experience the Holy Spirit's power, to embrace the beauty of birth, and to create a legacy of love and strength. Are you ready to transform your birth experience? Let's dive in. All right, I want to quickly remind you about the training that is coming up on November 15th through the 17th. It's at 1 p.m. Central Time each day. You can find the link when you RSVP down in those show notes. I am going to be sharing the exact framework that I and many of my clients walked through that transformed how we home birth. You do not have to do it alone. Come learn exactly how I and many other women have gotten the birth of their dreams. This is a three-day training. Make sure you RSVP so you do not miss it. You are going to want to join live because there is an amazing giveaway for those who are 
extremely engaged and post their homework in the group, it's going to be great. The first day is all about dreaming. The second is about education and learning about the physiological birth process. And then the last day is all about the practical steps and tricks of the trade to make your labor more peaceful. So you're not going to want to miss it. And if you're afraid you won't be prepared enough for your home birth, well, scroll down, RSVP, and we'll see you in there. All right, let's get into today's episode. What are the top 10 questions to ask when hiring a midwife? Well, number one, you can write these down or you can scroll down. I have the freebie link in there and you can get a print off of all of these questions and more on this um, on this download that I have for you guys. So number one, what type of midwife are you? So there are many different midwives. I have other podcasts about this, but just to recap, there's a certified nurse midwife, certified professional midwife, and a traditionally trained midwife. It's kind of important to know because it can impact philosophy and practice and just how they approach birth overall. So it kind of gives you a clue. You can ask, what was your training like? Um, They each come with different kinds of training. So it's really interesting to see how different people with different education backgrounds will approach birth. It's a very important question. And this kind of leads into the second one. Describe to me your birth philosophy. So how how do you view birth? Is it something to be managed? Is it dangerous? Is it normal? Is it beautiful? How would they describe the experience to you? Maybe have them give you a couple words that they first think of when they think of birth. Why is birth important? All of these things can really give you an idea on when this person is attending you. What are they going to be thinking? How are they going to be thinking of it? Are they going to be constantly thinking, oh my goodness, I have to intervene because something is going to go wrong? Or is it, I'm going to keep my hands off because most of the time this is a process that was designed to work. And so we, I'm here if I need to be. Uh, It's just a very, very different approach. So that is a very interesting question to ask. Okay, number three. Are there any stipulations on if and when you can attend me? So are they, do they have certain policies or protocols that could control when and where and how they can or cannot attend you? Uh, Under what circumstances would you have to transfer care? So for example, this question is important if you go to 42 weeks or if there's a breech birth or if you, um, you know, have some other complications come up during pregnancy, at what point do they uh, feel like a transfer is necessary during pregnancy? All right, number four, do you require any testing? If so, what is that testing? And are there any tests you highly recommend? So this really is how do they view the human body? How do they view a pregnant woman's body, right? Do they view it as something that needs to, again, kind of be managed um, 
that is inherently at risk for something to go terribly wrong? Or are they saying your body is something that just could be supported well during pregnancy? Um, This, again, goes back to philosophy and how they view you overall. So this is a very informative question. Are there going to be things that are going to conflict? Like, are there... What if you did not want gestational diabetes testing? Are they okay with that? Have they have they had many patients deny that before? Um, I, I would think that most home birth midwives you're interviewing would say absolutely no testing um, is mandatory, but it would be interesting to hear their answer. So it's something good to ask. All right, number five, what is your transfer rate? And what, if, if you do transfer, what is that typically for? So what, what is the reason for most transfers to happen? I know when I was interviewing midwives, it was for maternal exhaustion. And that made me feel so much better because I knew that it wasn't an arbitrary, oh my goodness, I'm scared of what is happening or what could happen or some liability, all of these things. I knew, okay, she doesn't have a track record of that, so I can trust that not much is going to scare her when it comes to the labor process. Um, And there are things that I can do to prevent maternal exhaustion. I can really work on my nutrition and um, all of my stamina, all of these things to really better the birth experience. But I, I really wanted to know, can I trust that this person is not going to freak out if something happens <laughs> and maybe could we, uh, could we approach it with a level head and kind of take things slowly instead of rushing to a transfer? So that is a great question to be asking. All right, number six, what do you think about going past due? Would you encourage induction at any point and what would that look like? I think especially if you're a first-time mom who is planning on a home birth, we (laughs) we always think there's absolutely no way I'll go past due, right? And coming from a mom who has gone very past due date. I don't look at due dates the same anymore. <laughs> I I rarely think I'm going to go before my due date. So uh, this is a good question to ask whether or not you think you're going to go overdue. It is better to know beforehand what your plan of action would be rather than just thinking that you're not going to go past your due date or even to 42 weeks. Okay, number seven, what are your thoughts on breech birth and what training do you have? Have you ever attended a breech birth? Again, I think that this is another really, really important question to ask somebody because we don't always plan to have a breech birth and you don't want to get to 38, 39, 40 weeks, have a breech baby and not know what 
you're going to do. That is not what you need towards the end of pregnancy. Getting that figured out now and saying, okay, if my midwife is not trained in breech birth or not comfortable or has never attended a breech birth, then maybe this isn't the right person for me. Unless you're thinking, I absolutely, if I have a breech baby, I'm going to do an ECB, I'm going to get a C-section, then it doesn't really matter. But do you see how knowing what you want from your birth, knowing what your non-negotiables are, knowing what your dream is for birth can really help you make decisions along the way. All right, number eight, what do you see your role being at my birth? What do you do, right? So what is her role? Is her role one of um, like education, for you and your husband, coaching? Is she gonna have more like hands-on doula role? Or is she just going to stand and watch and wait and do some monitoring? Um, Most of the time, that's the midwife's role, but everybody has their own flavor that uh, comes when they're, they're serving women. Everybody brings something unique to the table. And so that is, I also encourage women to do as many interviews with midwives as possible because you want to have somebody whose personality and flavor matches something that you want to have and you feel comfortable having at your birth. So learning, what is your role? What do you do? What would it look like? Those are all really important things. Is that going to match with how you feel? Uh, are, are you connecting on a deep personal level? This is a very intimate time in your life and it is extremely important to have somebody that matches your personality well. All right, number nine. How long after membranes rupture will you encourage intervention? What is your practice? What does it look like to manage that at home? So in the hospital, policy says that after your water breaks, they typically want the baby out within 18 to 24 hours. So for a midwife, you know, is she under any policies or protocols that would say you're on a time limit? Um, Is she not? If she's not, what does that protocol look like? Again, we're not planning on this to happen, but the worst thing that can happen is you get to 37 weeks and have your water break and not know how you're going to handle it, not know how your midwife is going to react. You want to be able to know these things ahead of time so that you have some sort of a framework to walk through, right? You don't wanna be caught off guard. All right, number 10, what do you do in case of a shoulder dystocia? So this is a sticky shoulder. This is when the baby is coming out The shoulder can't totally get past your um, pubic bone and baby gets stuck. And it can be pretty scary most of the time when a mom is in um, allowed to have her physiological birth and move uh, in the way that she needs to move. Typically, this is not ever a problem. It does happen on occasion. Um, My last one, I had a little bit of a sticky shoulder. But I knew how it was typically handled. So when I heard you need to be in a runner's lunge, I was just like, 
okay, I know this is happening, but it's okay. I did not, I was not afraid. I was not overcome with fear, which really helps in situations like those. So again, learning her stories. Has this ever happened to you? What did it look like? How did it turn out? All of those questions are questions that you can ask. So who you have at your birth matters. And again, this is why knowing what you want and why you want it can have such a profound impact on you, right? You need to have the people on your team that match the values and the goals that you have for birth. That's why the first part of this peaceful home birth framework that I have created is dreaming. You dream about the birth that you want and then you make decisions that match that dream. So many women have expectations for birth that they never have fully thought out or really expressed to anybody and then they make decisions based on their not really fully thought out dream that don't match the expectations they have and this is where trauma happens this is where disappointment happens don't let that be you okay come to day one of training november 15th sign up in the link in the show notes just scroll down click the link rsvp do the homework be entered to win an amazing giveaway and if you're ready Right now, to take your birth experience seriously and you want the support that you feel like you need to defeat fears, find personalized solution to common pregnancy woes, and then having me support you all the way, then you will want to apply to PHP right now. Applications are going to close at the end of this month. Okay, the link is in the show notes. I'm so excited to see the women that are going to join and feel totally confident, prepared, and powerful, ready for a peaceful home birth. And I'm I'm so excited for you to take that next step. All right, we'll see you next time for the Peaceful Home Birth Podcast. I hope you loved today's episode and found it so helpful and encouraging. If you did, would you take 30 seconds to leave a review on the Apple Podcast or send this episode to a friend who has been praying for a peaceful home birth? Lastly, make sure you get my free download of my complete home birth essentials checklist. Make sure you have everything ready to go so you're able to feel at peace and confidence leading into your home birth. This printable checklist has all of the important but less glamorous or thought of items that I have found to be so incredibly helpful to have at a home birth after working with many clients in person. Now get it by clicking the link in the show notes. And as always, thanks for listening and peace be with you.